Times. Movies with Shane A. Bassett. Let's talk to the movie analyst. You can follow him on Twitter, movie underscore analyst. Good morning, Shane A. Good morning, Clinton. Well, it looks like we've got some good movies to talk about uh, this week, uh, including one that's, uh, is it part of a series, Creed, Creed 3? Yeah, it is, actually, Creed 3. Um, I'm surprised there is a, a third one in this um, series. It's actually based on the Rocky movies, so you could call it, if you wanted to, Rocky 9. Right. There's been three Creed movies and six Rocky movies. Um, Creed is Adonis Creed, who is Apollo Creed's son. Uh, Apollo Creed played by Carl Weathers in the Rocky movies, of course. And now he's fighting. And there's been a whole big story arc. And Sylvester Stallone appeared in the first couple of Creed movies. He's not in this one. Uh, and I'm surprised that there is a, a third one because he retired in the second one, Adonis Creed, and he's with his family. And that's what this movie is about. He's sort of coaxed out of retirement because an old friend reappears into his life. And, you know, you know what's going to happen next. Gets him back into the ring. And there's some uh, sort of ulterior motives going on along the line too so i love them i think the choreography of the camera work in the ring you don't even have to like boxing it's just so well done and also the, the stories of the rocky movies and the creed films as well people don't realize it's a lot to do with what's happening outside the ring with families and and the emotions that people go through uh, I, I love it so i highly recommend it see i wouldn't have seen rocky since i was a very like young teenager, I can't even really remember the Rocky movies terribly well. Should I revisit them, do you reckon? Look, they kind of hold up, but they're very dated in many ways. 1976 was the first Rocky movie, so we're coming up to nearly 50 years for that first Rocky film, which stunned the world and yeah. won, you know, best, won Oscars. Uh, and then there's the sequels, and, I mean, yeah, it's, it's worth revisiting, and... Um, yeah, I do believe that Creed takes it into a different direction, though. So, yeah, it's not just about boxing, and that's what I like. What do you rate Creed Three? Oh, very highly. Um, got to see it on a, on a big screen the other night at a premiere, and the crowd were really getting into it. And I think that helped. I, I'm going to give it a big solid eight out of ten. I think Ooh, eight out of ten. You're a hard marker. Uh, weird on Paramount Plus, starring yeah. Daniel Radcliffe uh, from Harry Potter, of course. Well, he's done some very strange films since uh, leaving the Harry Potter franchise and that finished up. Um, good for him. And he's, he's very good at uh, comedy, especially. And in this, he plays Weird Al Yankovic, which uh, I'm sure you and, and many others might remember as being a... He sang parodies of famous songs and became hits. Uh, and this is his story about growing up uh, as a little, little child who really didn't have many friends. He was given a ukulele. And uh, the rest is history. He just became a bit of an entertainer, an accordion as well. He used to play. And the highlight of this is just Daniel Radcliffe going all out as Weird Al Yankovic. And the, the, some of the things that the rejections and things that he had in it are very interesting. But worth noting, a couple of actors, Quinta Brunson plays Oprah Winfrey and Evan Rachel Wood plays Madonna. Uh, highlights of the movie. It's really good. It's on Paramount Plus. Yeah, he did have some very funny songs. Uh, the the Michael Jackson was it bad? Oh yeah, uh, eat it, eat it, eat it. That's right. Instead of beat it, yeah. <laughs> back in the eighties. Uh, that's, so that's on. All mentioned. That's all mentioned yeah. during the movie, and it's great. So this is on Paramount Plus, the streaming service, uh, which is the Channel Ten link streaming service as well. Uh, what do you rate? Weird. 
Uh, we would get a six and a half out of six ten. Six and a half me. out of ten. Okay. On Netflix, Emily the Criminal. Yeah, we really wanted to mention this because it's now on Netflix and I reviewed it last year because it had a very small cinema release that made my top ten movies for 2022. It's incredible. It's one of those slow-building movies that just keeps going and going and builds to this amazing climax. Uh, you've got Aubrey Plaza, who's pretty hot at the moment. She's uh, been nominated for some awards. She was in The White Lotus, a very popular television series. And she plays a down-on-her-luck uh, hospitality worker here. She owes a lot of money. She's in debt. And she stumbles across this uh, shady guy, I guess you could call him, who is in the middle of a credit card scam. And she starts off doing these small scams, but they get bigger and bigger and bigger, and eventually almost the underworld of Los Angeles are after her. Uh, it's incredible. It's a really good, slow-building thriller, highly recommended, and grabs you just and doesn't let go. Emily the She's Criminal. She's a great actress. I might have to have a look at it. So what do you rate Emily the Criminal? Uh, nine out of ten. Ooh, nine out of ten. Tough to beat that one. And my family is very excited about this on Disney Plus this week, the latest yep. series of The Mandalorian. I'm not excited because I gave it five minutes, I think, one of the earlier series. I just didn't get it. But but I'm not into science fiction, really. But it's very, very popular with Star Wars fans. Yeah, worth mentioning because the new uh, season dropped on Wednesday on Disney Plus. It's, it's uh, season three. And I've got to say that I love Star Wars, but I'm a little bit over it because there's been a lot of saturation of movies and, and spin-off television series. And I'm like you, you know, you can watch five, ten minutes of something and get the feel of it. And I almost gave up on this because the first season I was not a fan, but it picked up in season two and now season three is on and I'm quite impressed what I've seen so far. And Star Wars fans will just be all over it anyway. But it's it's top shelf. It's class. It's very classy the way it's made. It references old Star Wars movies, introduces new characters, and The Mandalorian is just, a, you know, it's above everything else I've seen lately concerning okay. Star Wars. Yeah. And it features... So I'm glad your family like it. Oh, they, they get, and they get very excited about Baby Yoda. <laughs> yes. Yeah, well, Baby Yoda is a, a very interesting character, plus it's making a lot of money with toys. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. That's, that's another reason. That's that's what half these things are all about. Isn't it? It's the merchandise. It's all about the merchandise. Exactly. It's the merchandise, Clinton. Okay, that's the, the third series of The Mandalorian. We can follow you on Twitter at movie underscore analyst. Thank you, Shane. We'll chat next week. Yeah, looking forward to next week. It'll be the Oscars. Uh, just over a week away, and I'm very excited. Well, my biggest, should biggest I, day of the year. Okay, given it's the Oscars next week, should I finish All Quiet on the Western Front this week yes, on telly? you certainly should. It's up for about nine Yeah, I know. Awards. I just, so I, you I'm, should. you know, I think I mentioned this to you last week or the week before. I, I'm halfway, I'm not even halfway through. Maybe I've watched about 45 minutes of it, and I yeah. I just found it so confronting. It's, it is. The cinematography is amazing, and, and I guess that means it's so lifelike. Yeah. It's so horrific, and that, that is what trench warfare was in the First World War, and it's such you know an insight into the horrors that humans put themselves through. Oh, yeah, and I mean, I've seen different versions of this movie and, and the book, but it's just incredible, this one, and that's why it's got so many accolades. But you know what, and I don't normally say this, Clinton, I would always say watch a movie, see it through to the end. But if you've watched half of it and you can't handle any more it gets a little bit heavier as it goes. So Jeez, maybe okay. I think you've seen enough. You've got the feel of it. Um, but, yeah, it's it's very much likely to win at least a couple of awards oh, next I, week, but it's nominated for many. Look, I, sh- I probably should have saw, and I know it's probably only the cinemas for a short time because it's a Netflix production, so that's probably the best place to see it. So it's it's not the best. 
it's not the best environment to watch it in your lounge room, particularly if you're watching it not in one sitting, but I'll, I'll try and make the effort and watch the rest of it. And I know you're getting into your motorsport, Shane, and a recommendation yeah. for everybody. The latest season of Drive to Survive was released about a week ago, the Formula One season uh, series yeah. on Netflix. Uh, I'm halfway through that series, and it is, it is again, very good. I, I, even if you're not a Formula One fan... This is a series that's actually boomed in America, and America is not a Formula One country. No. Americans are now loving Formula One because of this series, because the way it's produced is quite spectacular. There are so many series about certain subjects that you don't have to be interested no. in, but it's the way they're made and the way they're put together that became, you know, well, it's must-watch. Demonst- how this uh, is demonstrated by is the fact that the stars of the series, the drivers are stars, the real stars of the series are the team bosses. Yeah, and that, okay. that demonstrates it's all about politics, basically. It's, it's the fight between these teams and the team bosses. And the cinematography, again, is spectacular as well. Shane, we'll catch up next week. Looking forward to it. Bye, Clinton. Shane A. Bassett with our movie reviews.